Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us here live outside State Farm Stadium. This is Undisputed, home of Super Bowl 57 on Fox. Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp, I'm Jen Hale, and we have the best studio audience. Mr. Sharp, you're very fortunate that my Dallas Cowboys are not playing in this game. But guess what? This crowd is full of Cowboy fans. There's an Eagles fan sitting in the front row right behind you named Chris McGregor. Welcome to the show. And, and he has taken the challenge from yesterday when I called that crowd the all-time greatest we've ever had in a road show. And Chris McGregor says this crowd is going to top yesterday's crowd. I'm just trying to figure out, Cowboy fans, you knew you weren't going to be here. Why did y'all book a ticket in February to come to Arizona? They knew they weren't going to make it. Let's do it. It's going to be Great thing. The countdown is on. Super Bowl 57, only two days away. The AFC one-seeded Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes facing off against the NFC one-seeded Eagles and Jalen Hurts. For over a week now, the Eagles, they have remained one-and-a-half-point favorites. That line has not moved that, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, last time to make your predictions. Who wins this one? Man, I've been going back and forth with this one, but I'm going I'm to I'm ride with the Chiefs. I think they're going to win a close game. I know, I know everybody thinks the Eagles are going to just run through the Kansas City Chiefs, but I no, think... Well, who says that? Because you've been saying that. <laughs> I was there. So, wait, I said public opinion. I sway No, because I, I don't I think, think I think it with you is that you think Jalen Hurts should have won the MVP. I do. You think he's... And by the, the way, congrats to your guy, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Way to go. I, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not shocked. I, I got yeah. it. I, and I think, I think the thing is with that, because you think he played... Uh, he should have won the MVP. He's played the best quarterback. You think he's played quarterback better than Patrick Mahomes. And if you look at their team, I think they have a better roster. But I think the top players are the better on Kansas City. But the better team, the thing that concerns me is Kansas City back in because they've given up a lot of passing touchdowns. But the question is, how healthy is Jalen Hurts' arm? Is he 75%? Is he 80%? His shoulder, yeah. The shoulder, yeah. the shoulder. Mm -hmm. With that being said, Skip, they, you look at their records. Both are 16-3. and three. Both scored 546 points. That, that's like, <laughs> like ridiculously coincidental. They're, they're exactly the same in points scored? Points scored, record, both had six All-Pros. Yep. Both teams, neither of them trailed at any point in time during the postseason. Nope. That's the first time to, since 2004, the Patriots and the yep. Eagles again. I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes to win his second Super Bowl in five years of starting. His third Super Bowl appearance in four years, Skip. I like this team. Patrick Mahomes, the ankle, has forced him to throw the ball from the pocket, but it's also forced him to get the ball out of his head quick so he doesn't take unnecessary hits. And I like what I've seen over the last two postseason games. I think they won a close ball game. Buckner kicks a walk-off, 34-31, Kansas City wins. Higher score. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you got the over-under going over. Go over, over, way, way over, 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 over. Okay, I don't hate anything you just said. I don't vehemently disagree with anything you just said. 
I told you from the start, the first day I saw the point spread on this game, Philly by a point and a half, and it stayed right there for right. two straight weeks. Right. Philly by a point and a half. Right. I said, I don't get it. I would think Mahomes is regarded in, in, in such Star Wars comparison to Jalen Hurts, which is why he ran away with the MVP. Yeah. I don't even think the voting was even close because Jalen got hurt. Right. But because you got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, the two best offensive players on the field on Sunday, and because the stable of running backs on Kansas City's side is a little better than the stable on Philly's side. I don't you care. Think so? Well, with Edward Solari, he's going to play. So right. all of a sudden, I, I'm looking. Pacheco runs his tail off right. every time I see him. And you love McKinnon I do. as I a do. guy who can catch it yeah. and run with it, yes. right? Yes. So I think those three are a little better than the two for the, the Eagles. Okay. And then the best defensive player on the field belongs to your Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, Chris right? Jones. Chris yeah. Jones. So I'm saying, wait a second, that would that should add up to Kansas City favored by, I don't know, four or five points. Then I look at USA Today today, and they got their six expert picks, and five out of six picked your Kansas City Chiefs. Really? Yes, they did. I'm surprised. And four out of those five picked Mahomes to be MVP, and Jarek McKinnon was the other guy's MVP. Okay. Okay? So, given all that, I, I, I give you all those edges until I get to my quarterback. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I have since the start. I, I believe in his character. I believe in his guts. I believe in his heart. I believe in his leadership. I believe in his playmaking. I believe he will make a few more plays than Patrick Mahomes. I, I believe that the biggest reason the Eagles win this game will be Jalen Hurts. And I believe it will also be close and higher scoring, though not quite to your level. Okay. I'm going 30-27 Philadelphia. Right. And okay. by the way, I'm a Cowboy fan. I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. But I love me some Jalen Hurts. And I believe in him on this biggest stage, even though he's never played on this stage. But he was St. Nick's quarterback. Right. And he was at the University of Oklahoma, the team I grew up yeah. loving. So he's played in a whole bunch yeah. of big national championship-type yes. games. Yes. So I, I don't doubt his ability to rise to this occasion. But in the end, it's got to be Jalen Hurts because I don't trust the Eagles' defense. I told you that from day one. And what stuck in my craw is my Cowboys scored 40 points on Christmas Eve against this Eagles' defense. And I don't get it because they have played very well in the playoffs, though you can question the competition. I don't know that the Giants were a bunch of world beaters. I think they were upstarts. I, I think they played over their, their helmets a little bit. Yeah. And, and so it didn't shock me that the Eagles just handled them easily. Right. And then we know that Brock Purdy went Got down it. on the first series. Yes. And Brandon Ayuk said... The Eagles' defense is going to get exposed in this game because we would have exposed them if our quarterback had been healthy for the whole game. Right. All right? So 40 points is 40 points. And I know it was Gardner Minshew, and he handed him four early Christmas yep. presents. Yep. But still, to go for 40, it was 40 to 34 Cowboys over Eagles Christmas Eve at Dallas. It's so many points that I say, if you let Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey have the ball, they are going to score points. Right. So the only way to win this game is for Jalen Hurts to win the ultimate game of keep away. And he is highly capable of keeping the ball away from Patrick Mahomes. The score of this game to me is going to be time of possession. That's going to be the real number. And it has to be 35 to 25 Jalen over right. Patrick. 35 minutes to 25 minutes because Jalen will control the football the way he controls the game. 
Nobody runs the read option better than Jalen Hurts. Right. He's a magician. And right. I don't think he gets enough credit for his ball handling and his savvy and his decision making on the fly. Right. Because he will, like the over-under for his yards rushing is 49.5. Right. Trust me, he's going to go way over that. Well, if I'm going to prop bet something, I'm going to bet that one. Well, I think he's going to need to go he over that to. because I don't think the arm is where it's going to be at. Yeah. Look, Kansas City defense, and Kansas City gets a lot of credit for their rush defense because everybody's throwing the football. Nobody really tries to run. But that's not what the Eagles are. The Eagles are a run-first team that Jalen Hurst can throw the football because yeah. he gets a lot of single coverage because they have to drop the safety down to stop the run. Okay. But the thing that I like the most, Andy Reid having an extra week. We know how good he is in the bye week, coming out of the bye week. Like a maestro. I'm counting on that. Yep. This time around, with a healthier offensive line, not to get the pressure that Tampa put on them in Tampa two years ago, I just think Mahomes is going to do something that hadn't been done since 99, where the MVP wins the Super Bowl. Tony Warner was the last guy to do it. Okay. He has to have the football to pull that off. Yeah. If he has the football, he will pull that off. Because I got to tell you, you, you play tight end at the highest level. You're in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I've never seen anything like the connection between Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It, it, and we're going to talk more about it in a few minutes here about the why of it. Yeah. But they are unguardable and unstoppable. Right. And the, the, uh, speaking of over-under, I'm not a big prop better, but I looked at this. Travis Kelsey's over-under for yards receiving is 79.5. I promise you he's going to go over that because that's who they are. That's what they do. I mean, how many buck 22s did you have in your career, right? <laughs> right? Come on. Well, that's what he's looking at. You're looking at a buck 25-ish. Well, yeah, him. because I think the thing is, Skip, he's going to get a lot of targets. I think, you know. How do they defend him? Are they going to try to use two, a linebacker and a safety? Do they feel comfortable with Gardner Johnson going one-on-one with him? I don't think that's the the right way to match him up. Do you slide Darius Slate or Bradbury? You might do that. Because are, are, are you? I've seen every possible. Di- nobody can stop. I see three on him, and they can't stop him. Well, if, if, I, if I'm the Eagles, I'm probably going to take Bradbury, who's probably the more physical of the two yeah, corners. He is. Yeah. I'm probably going to slide him yeah. because I'm not going to trust the safety. I'm not going to trust yeah. the linebacker on Travis Kelsey. I think he's going to probably, what's the over-under on targets? At least 10. Okay, I, I got it. But don't forget, Patrick Mahomes' offensive line this year led the whole league in pass, block, win rate. That means... Patrick was protected better than any other quarterback. Right. So I get Hassan Reddick. He took over those games before this one. I'm just not sure he'll be capable against this offensive line of taking the game over. So however long Patrick has the ball, he's going to do some damage. Well, they need to win pass, pass, uh, block win rate on Sunday. Yeah. That's what's going to be most important. But the question is, Skip, look, they, they're, they're loaded up in line, that defensive line. Yeah, we could talk about Reddick, but you still got Fletcher Cox, you got Hargrove, you got Brandon Graham, who subs in and out, you got Sweat. They have a, they have a six-man rotation that can generate a lot of pressure on Patrick Mahomes. I don't believe Patrick Mahomes need the ball because they have their offense is a lot different. They're methodical now, Skip. They don't have this, the quick strike capabilities like they had when they had Tyreek. They can hit you with the big play in 10 seconds, and they got a touchdown. They're going to be more methodical. They're more 9, 10, 11 play drive guys now. So they might have the ball. They might need to possess the ball to keep Jalen Hurts off the field okay. so his offense All don't right. get. But you got to keep, Skip, you're going to have to get off the field on third down because when it's third and short, fourth and short, the Eagles are going for it. They have no, they have no hesitancy. 
They're going to line up in that formation, put two guys behind Jalen Hurts, and do the old rugby scrum and push him forward for the first down. So you got to get them off the field on third down if you have any chance of winning okay. this ball game. And I agree. That's why I favor Jalen Hurts because I love him on third down, and they need to go like 9 or 10 out of 15 on third well, down. Well, if they go 9 or 10, nine okay. or 10 on third down, they're yeah. going to win this game going and, away. And you know how he does it. He does it read option. He does it keeping. He does it scrambling. He does it flipping to A.J., flipping to Devontae, flipping to Dallas Goddard. He is lethal on third down as a playmaker. My Cowboys, the game at Philadelphia. It's Cooper Rush, my backup quarterback, who played very well after a rocky start. He scored 17 unanswered. And all of a sudden, it's 2017 early in the fourth quarter. And Jalen gets the ball back, and it goes third and five, third and four, third and five. And he converts all three of them, and we lose because of Jalen Hurts. That's how I see this game unfolding that it's going to come down to Jay. No, no game I can remember in recent Super Bowls. Maybe I've been to like 40 of them. I, I, I don't remember one boiling down to the two quarterbacks like this. Like, who's going to have the better game? Right. Well, what have we seen with Heisman Trophy winners? They win and then they lose their bowl game because the other team's so inspired to, to put them back in their place. The target gets a little bigger and bigger on their back. Right. Well, now the quarterback on the opposing team I think should have been the MVP. Again, re remember this. Philly came into this season with the 13th best Super Bowl odds. So right. they were 13th. Kansas City came into the season with the third best Super Bowl odds. So look at degree of difficulty for MVP. Well, well obviously, it was way harder for Jalen to have the year he had coming from 13th best odds than Patrick from third best odds. Let me odds. tell you why I disagree, because I think the NFC was down this year. You look at the quarterback play in okay. the AFC, it, it's you look a fair at the team point. in the AFC, okay. there's a lot. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Okay, but, but Jalen hadn't done this before. They, right. they, they went to Brady last year in that one playoff game, right. and they got blown out. And yet here they came, and they're, they're rising, and they're taking another step and another yeah. step and another step. And all of a sudden, they are a slight favorite to win the Super Bowl. Right. And I keep saying, why? Well, it's because of Jalen. It's because the odds makers saying Jalen Hurts is legit. That's what right. they're saying, too. But I think the thing is, Skip, you along with others have started to question, has Patrick Mahomes lost his his leg up on the supremacy at the quarterback position in the to, AFC. To, to Joe Burrow. To Joe Burrow. Not, not to Jalen yet. Well, right. What about Josh Allen? Okay. What, well, so we saw all we saw Josh Allen dueling last year. We yep. saw Joe Burrow okay. had beaten him once in the regular season, goes to his building at the AFC Championship games and beat him again. So the questions have started to swirl. Is Patrick Mahomes still the top dog in the AFC? Okay. Right. He answered all those questions this year, not only by getting all back right. to the Super Bowl, but by winning I, the MVP. I got it. But... Has he answered questions in Super Bowls? You don't like to hear this, but I'm going to bring it up because I do try to tell the truth. And this is the truth I see about Patrick Mahomes in Super Bowls. He's played two of them, right? right? He's thrown two touchdown passes in those two Super Bowls right. to four interceptions. Think about that. Patrick Mahomes in two Super Bowls, two touchdowns to four interceptions. Yes. Not exactly Brady-esque, no. right? Right. Okay. He hasn't been Patrick Mahomes in the two Super Bowls because I'm going to remind you again. First Super Bowl against San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo. They're down 20 to 10 late in the third quarter. I think we have the video of this. 20 to 10 late in the third quarter, and he threw an ill-advised interception that I thought was going to lose the game. Here it is. I can't really see this. Okay, there we go. And here it is again. Bad idea tipped up to an interception. 
Then we go to the fourth quarter. They're still behind by 10, 20 to 10, early fourth quarter. And he does it again. He throws late and behind Tyreek, a little too much mustard on it. Yeah. And the ball gets tipped up into an interception. I don't know what we're showing here now. That's the oh, 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 Now we're doing the, the ones. Tampa. Okay, I got it. This is the next Super Bowl where he's throwing two more interceptions. They got routed. And really, in that game, he just played poorly by MVP. Now he's a two-time MVP yeah. against Brady in that Super Bowl, albeit at, on Brady's home field, obviously. He just he, he wasn't very good. So he had a QBR of 52. For, for those who don't know, it's a scale of 0 to 100. It was just an average game by yeah. his standards. In the, the Garoppolo game, he had a QBR of 64. Remember, his career QBR that you keep bringing up to me in regular season games over five years of starting is 77. So from 77 down to 64 in his first one, down to 52 against Brady, he hasn't been very good no. in the Super Bowl no. games. So is he due to have a great Super Bowl? You could make the case. But I'll even remind you of that big game, the first one against Burrow a year ago. Not this one, but the one before. Late in the game, they're in command of the game. I think we have this. He throws a, a big interception that reopens the door for Burrow to run through it. This is when Burrow went up. Oh, know, yeah. He's on his way to. This is the third yeah, quarter that, here. That's, that's just, it was a bad idea. Yeah. He gets careless with the football. And then he, he, here he is again. This is in overtime. overtime. They win the coin toss. He goes incomplete, near pick six. And then on third and 10 from his 25, he tries again and forces the ball up to Jesse Bates, tips into the air. And Von Bell picks it off. And here comes Joe Burrow, and they win the game. Right. So he's, the, he's had some big games when he's played really little in those right. big games by his MVP standards. So I'm saying, is he due for a huge game? I haven't seen him have a huge game in a big game like like you sort of promote him to be. What about Buffalo last year? Okay, was that, that was a, big... it was a shootout, and it was a good one. I'm not a big Josh Allen. I don't, I don't buy Josh Allen completely, but they went back and forth, back right. and forth, and yet – who was his dance partner in the first Super Bowl in the fourth quarter? Well, the rival quarterback was Jimmy G, and I call him Jimmy Gag. And right. he gagged in that one or, or because he, he, they, they were in big trouble. And, and Jimmy Gag in the fourth quarter goes 3 of 11 yeah. for 36 yards, and he throws a pick. Well, if, if he doesn't do that, Patrick doesn't win his first Super Bowl. Well, let me Bowl. ask you a question. How many times have we said that game was right there for the taking? And they didn't step through the door. Yep. So the game can be there. We yep. saw, we see that all the time with your quarterback. I the game that. is right there for the taking. And he don't walk, and he don't walk through the door. <laughs> By the way, congratulations to my quarterback, Dak Prescott, for winning the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year last year. Yeah, congratulations. Yes. Very well deserved. It, it was very well deserved, but I cannot defend him on the football field because he did not play up to his the, right. the standards that I had set mm -hmm. for him. Certainly at San Francisco, or all these Cowboy fans would be here for a reason, because we'd be in this game. Right? <laughs> what, what about the Washington game? As a matter of fact, I had a good <laughs> What Washington game? <laughs> I did have a great conversation yesterday with your favorite player, Michael Parsons. Did you really? I did. Yeah? yeah. And? He said, uh... He should have won defensive player of the year. <laughs> no, that's not what he <laughs> No, he didn't say that. He was disappointed with the way the season ended. Okay. Yeah. Again, I pushed him all year. My old Mike, I love him from heaven for defensive player of the year, but I can't hate on Nick Bosa yeah. because he, he just he right. pulled away and he, he ran away right. with yeah. it, right? Yes. Next year for Micah Parsons. Well, he might win the defensive player of the year, but y'all not going nowhere. Well, why not? <laughs> I mean, y'all can go to Vegas to gamble, but y'all yeah. not going to the Super Bowl. We're going to trade Dak Prescott for Aaron Rodgers, oh, and we're going to go places. <laughs> yeah.
You heard it here last, right? You heard it here last. Uh, that's an oxymoron. Cowboy Super Bowl. Cowboy Super Bowl. They don't go together. You know, once upon a time, yeah. they were intertwined. That's how they start it's fairy how we tales. we got five of those. In that's how they start fairy tales. Really? Once upon a time, yeah. in a land far, far away, the old cowboys. Uh, were we not a dynasty in the 90s? Were we not a dynasty in the 60s and 70s? Yes and yes. Yeah. I know it was before you were born, right? Yes. I, I know yeah. a lot of dynasties. Yeah. The Joe dynasty, the Tang, the yeah. Vivaldi. Yeah. But what about the Cowboys in 28 years? Yeah. Someday. Yeah. <laughs> Drought. It yeah. has yes. been indeed. All right, so you're each going with three points, just yes. Chiefs and yeah. Eagles. Yes, by three. I like the time of possession comment. I'm going to be watching that turnover takeaway ratio. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, be really important to me. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. criticism around what was perceived as poor body language back when LeBron set that all-time scoring record. AD telling reporters, quote, I mean, we're losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder, a game we needed. And I was pissed off that we were losing. It's that simple. It has nothing to do with Braun. Gentlemen, both of you brought this up the very next morning. We discussed it in depth. Shannon, what do you now make of what A.D. had to say, his explanation? Well, I, I believe what he had to say. I mean, he said it. We're losing to OKC. They're two games behind OKC. OKC is fighting for a play-in spot. And the Lakers, and they know they can ill afford to lose any more ball games. There's only 27 games left. It's not like they got 40, 50 games left and they can make up time. They're already, what, they're in the 13th spot? And so now you're two and – I mean, you're only a handful of games out of, out of the sixth seed. You're four and a half games behind the Suns. And the sixth seed is the last one that's automatic automatically playoff. Automatically yes. But yeah. the Suns just got Kevin Durant. I so they're about to yeah. take off. They yeah. could end up sixth seed. They might be the number one seed they by the time be. the season ends. Yep. But the – and AD had just come from the tunnel. He's very upset, Skip. They're losing to OKC. He's not playing particularly well in this ball game. Nope. So there's a lot of things that play here. And so now, by the time he gets down and sits his butt in the seat, LeBron hits the fadeaway. And it's 
Skip, everything is on camera now. You can't do anything. I just see a video online. Somebody posted me. I wouldn't pick up a dog in the airport. They got me on. <laughs> they done told how much I done exchanged for the dog. Skip, they done got all of that. <laughs> so AD has to remember, Skip, you can't have bad body language. You can't have anything at these games now. Even if you're feeling miserable, something bad happened, you got to be cheering, mm. even if deep down inside you're seething. Mm. But I believe AD. I believe he's very upset, and rightfully so. Hell, I need a lot more people to be upset like AD that they're losing to OKC. Mm. No knock on OKC. They got some fine young players. But the Los Angeles Lakers, with a team with Anthony Davis and LeBron James on it, should not be in the position that they're in. They should not have ever been down by at least, I think they were down one time, 19, 20 points to OKC. They were down 13 with two minutes to go. No, that, that can't happen. Yep. So I, I agree with AD. We can't put ourselves in this situation. I'm, 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 look, I'm sure he had a conversation with LeBron because, like I said, Skip, being at the game, being across from their bench, all they do is talk when they're on the sideline. When they warm it up, all they do is communicate. They got their secret hands, handshake society going on. They do. So for me, Skip, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. I understand how it came across to the general public. It does not play well on television. Optics mean a lot now. But uh, I believe AD. I believe he was upset that they're losing. And I also believe he was upset that he's not playing particularly well, especially in that game. Well, he, had, he wasn't playing well. He was playing well, but not in that game. No. By the way, are you sure you're picking up a dog at the airport? Yeah, I had a dog. I had, I had a dog. I, 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 had, I had the dog in my arm. Okay. And it's an international. How the hell they know I was going to be an international? No. You might have told them. You might have told them. You ratted me out. All right. I have absolutely no doubt that Anthony Davis loves LeBron James with all his heart yes. and all his soul. I have zero doubt. I will never, ever question that. LeBron wanted AD. He, he went to your city, and he got him. Yes, he did. And, and he, whatever price had to be paid got paid, and AD became a Laker, and they went to the bubble, and they won a championship together, which will never you can never take that away nope. from either one nope. of them. Now back to what happened the other night. It was your theory on whatever morning, Wednesday morning, yes. that you said, well, maybe, what was it, that he, he, he didn't feel right? He, he, or he picked, didn't, no, he picked he up his fourth foul. Yeah, and then with, he, he was upset that they pulled yes, him. Yeah, yes, okay. yes, yes. All right, that Darvin pulled him from the yes. game because it was near the end of the right. third quarter. Picked up his fourth foul with 58 okay. seconds, and 47 seconds later, LeBron hit the shot. And my theory was that that I actually appreciated the fact that A.D. wasn't into the game on that night because he was all in on LeBron passing Kareem. Right. And it felt like, to me, he was more of a spectator than a participant in the game because he was just in awe of the history he was going to get to behold before his very eyes. Right. And I thought, well, maybe because he got yanked because of foul trouble, that, that it hurt his heart that he wasn't actually on the court right. with him when the fadeaway actually ripped. happened. And, and he couldn't actually run up and, and, and hug his man, Braun, on the court where he felt like he was, he was removed from the right. action. Right. That's not what he's saying. Well, I, when I read this, I got to tell you, I love this because I, I, can't, I can't hate on 
on a Los Angeles Lakers saying we were losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder yes. and I was pissed off. Yes. Okay. Well, th that supersedes your love for LeBron James because what, what he's saying is we, we can't lose this game. Can't. This is the team in the standings we are literally chasing. They're right. above us and they're the Thunder. They're the baby Thunder. They're, they're coming from nowhere. That guy can coach. He, he, the, yeah. he, he's coaching. Mean, and as you keep pointing out, Shea Gilgis, he, he, he is a flat-out coming-of-age yes, stud. Yes. Right before your very eyes, he is an all-star. Yes. And he's hard to deal with. Yes. And, and all the kids are playing, the two Jalen Williams, and, and you look around and you love Muscala. And then they gave up Muscala. Yes, he, he's now a Celtic. Yeah. Okay? So – but but they're they're hard to deal with because they can score. They don't defend at a high no, level. No, 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 but, but they came in and said, "We don't care about no Kareem. We're just going to make threes." Right. They they just start shooting you oh, right in your heart. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So for Anthony Davis to clarify this, and and he said, "I apologize to LeBron." Yeah, he called if, him. If it came across as disrespect, it wasn't disrespect. It was disgust. Yeah. We can't do this. We are the freaking Lakers, and. For, for those who don't get Laker Nation, I mean, the pride factor, the, the, it's hallowed. It, 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 is, it, it is Kareem, and it is magic, and it is James Worthy. And by the way, they had another presentation before the game yeah. last night, and James Worthy sort of introduced LeBron, and LeBron gave another great speech, had the whole family out on right. the court. All, all great. But, but the point is, that's becoming a sideshow to what's happening right here. And to your point, they are now 25 and 31. They are six games under 500. They got LeBron James playing at the highest level any 38-year-old, 20-year player has ever played at. They got Anthony Davis healthy again. And when he's healthy and he's plugged in and right, locked in, he's at least a top 10 player yes. when you consider offense and defense. And they just made a bunch of Nice little, I, I don't know if they're life-changing moves, right. but, but you, you made five moves. You, you added five new players who are going to help you a little to a lot, right? right? And I, the, the other big point is there is huge addition by subtraction. You just got out from under Russell Westbrook, and, and I believe that Darvin Ham had seen enough of Patrick Beverly. And I like Pat. I, I know him, and, and I appreciate how he fought his way from nowhere to Europe and Asia and G Leagues to get to where he right. is. And he's made himself a lot of money and his family a lot of money. God bless you, man. But he's hard to coach because he'll act out. And I, I didn't let you like the camera on the court after <laughs> LeBron got fouled in Boston. Right. But, but still, it, I don't think Darvin liked it. I, I don't think Rob Polinka liked it. Right. And I think that in the end, they just said, we. we Russ is hard to deal with. He's hard to coach. Pat is hard to coach. So you, you cleared the decks. You cleared the air. You lifted the cloud off your team. And now it's time to go, right? Well, I hope so. You keep saying uh, uh, Russ is hard to coach and Pat Bev is hard to coach. It looks like at 25 and 31, there are a lot of people that's hard to coach on that team. Because they're not winning a whole lot of games. No, and, and you've called into question. you got a rookie head coach, and, and he's learning. Yes. He, he's, he's, he's trial and error, right? Yes, yes. Okay, now this comes back to LeBron. So LeBron did not play last night. That they listed it as an ankle. I, it, this is just me, and he did take his shoe off at the end of the game, and I have no idea what's going on. It, it, he, 
his ankle didn't bother him enough to score 38 points in that game. You saw right? that? Yeah. Right? On a bad ankle. On a bad ankle. Who knew? Who yeah. Knew? Superman, Iron Man, right? Okay, so he didn't play last night because I'm giving him a pass. He, he got to be drained, man. Yeah. I mean, you don't think they celebrated? You don't think there was some vino flowing after yeah. that game? Yeah. You, you, you don't think they celebrated like at, at LeBron's? A state up in Brentwood, like like they just won a title because he won his own title. He he's the all time leading scorer. Well, they better okay. be glad I had to fly out because okay. I'd have been celebrating right there with him on Tuesday night. Even if you weren't invited, you would have. Been <laughs> no, there, right? I was invited. Yeah. I was okay. invited. Right. I told him I was gonna be able to make it. All right. I was, so, I, I was gonna invite you, but I know you weren't gonna come out. Well, it's, <laughs> it, it, it's a little past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot past your bedtime. <laughs> okay, here's the point. I give LeBron the pass because you're just psychologically, emotionally shot from right. everything that just happened. But guess what? Reality's striking again. Right. And here it comes back. And the sun comes up again. It's come up again today. Believe right. it or not, yeah. it just yeah. came up again. Yeah. And the sun is shining on 25 and 31, six yeah. games under 500. Yes. And all of a sudden, you're saying, LeBron, you better go. You better snap out of it, and you better get recharged. You better get re-energized because now it's about winning basketball games. Yes. So we're some of the Lakers saying, Braun, we need you tonight because you got Milwaukee. It's a national TV game, and obviously they hung in, and they played pretty well in the first half. They, they sort of maxed out, but they don't even have the new players in uniform yet. Right. And so it was a wasted night and a wasted game. Well, what you tell me? They're down to, what, 20? That's 26 games left, yeah, 26. right? Okay. Well, LeBron, can you take it up another level? Yeah. Because the, the ultimate humiliation for LeBron James would be to miss the playoffs for a second straight year in the year you passed Kareem to be the all-time yeah. leading scorer. Ultimate embarrassment. It, it, it just would look terrible on your resume. It almost... It almost cheapens the record a little bit. You, you can't even make the playoff. You can't even make the play-in tournament. Well, you're in danger, man, because you're still mired down in 13th place. Well, we're going to make something. Okay, well, we're gonna you better. We're going to make the play-in, playoff, make a blanket. We're okay. going to make something. <laughs> the Lakers are going to make something. We go, look, 26 games left. Got to go 19 and 7. Okay. You, you have to. I think you just upped the mark a little bit. I did. Yeah. I said, well, I was at 18 and 9. Because <laughs> we lost the game. So no, the game not. that we lost, we got to get it back and win. Okay. So you, you said the Suns are sitting in the sixth seed, and it's the, the last automatic playoff yeah. bid because then you start getting into the play. They're going to be hiding right? that. <laughs> okay. All right. So the Suns just acquired you know who. Yes. Way to go, Phoenix. Anybody from Phoenix, congratulations. <laughs> Funny yeah. story, I just bumped into him last night in the hotel. Who? KD. You bumped into KD? I did. What are you doing? You're, you're, like, you're like Mr. Super Bowl. <laughs> I ain't playing in the game. I'm out. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with me. The festivities are for people like me that's not playing in the game. Is he staying in our hotel? No, I don't think he's staying, but he just happened to be in there when I got in late really? last night. Okay. Did you ask him when he's going to play? Nah, we, we had a conversation. We was off in the corner talking. Did he rip me? No, no, no. We, ex we exchanged the information. We're going to touch base. Yeah. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to hear that because he's in a sweet spot. He does and we're going to talk about him in a few minutes yes. and what he means to them. Yes. Because that's going to work at yes. the highest level. Okay, so the point is the Suns are at the six, and as you just said, they're just going to skyrocket up. Yes. Okay, then, then we look at the Clippers are in the fifth spot. 
They I made a the bunch move. of moves, man. That, Eric Gordon, he is a pro's I, pro. He I is like a shooter, shooter, you know? And, and again, I'm a Reggie Jackson fan. Uh, he's Ernstine's favorite player. Don't ask me yeah. why. But that's but but we both loved him. He made a lot of big shots for he this did. team. But they don't have anything to show for right. all those shots that he made. And he's no longer a Clipper. They got Plumley. Okay. They, they got, got some rebound. They got who just does pr- dirty work. Yes. You know, he just yes. does. He yes. just elbow greases. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. So they switched around some things, but you can argue they got a little bit they better, did. right? They Maybe not significant. Bench, absolutely. And then we get to the four seed, and they got this guy named Kyrie Irving, the Dallas Mavericks. They yeah. Got this guy. I don't think it's going to work, but, but man, you want to talk about new firepower right. that they got. And you got Bones Highland. You got Bones from but, Denver. Okay, you're talking about the Clippers. The Clippers. Yes. Okay, well, I, I don't know who he is yet because he hasn't had the chance. That, that might be a Jerry West special where he says, I see him as a star mm-hmm. because he may get some run with the Clippers where you start saying, wait a second, Denver missed the boat. He was unhappy in Denver. Yeah, he was a playing time. Yeah, because he just couldn't get enough. Well, you got Jamal, and it's yeah. just hard to get into the rotation right. and do what, what yep. he needed to do. Okay, so I give you all the above. But then we go down to the – let's go backwards to the seventh seat above you. Guess who? Your Pel- Pelicans, right? Okay, and guess who should come – Okay, who's coming back? Zion. Uh, okay, Zion's coming back pretty soon, right? What, what do you think? Like after All Star. After All Star. I'm thinking okay. he's coming back like Santa Claus around Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like next Christmas? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, then the eighth seed is Minnesota. I don't know what to make of Minnesota, but. Oh, we will get them. They got okay. it. All right. Yeah, we will get them. Okay, but, but, but again. That they got rid of D'Angelo. Now you got him, and they, got they didn't love yeah. him because they didn't think he's a, a showrunner. You know, he's yeah. not a lead guard. Yeah, okay? they keep, they kept Rudy Gobert, so that's uh, our chance and, to get back in. And they got there. Conley, so so they could, yeah. you know. The, the play pick and roll with Rudy. All right, and and then there's Golden State, and they went and got Gary Payton Jr. back, back. because they miss him on defense, right. so good for them. They got rid of Wiseman. And they got rid of Wiseman. I, I can't believe whether you're talking about a he swing and miss. He was the third pick in the draft just two years ago. And then there's Second Portland. Pick. Okay, and Portland still, Chauncey Billups is going to be a star coach. But, right. but, the, but the point is that it's, it's a lot of stuff yeah. up ahead of you. So, LeBron, you, you, you can't celebrate anymore. No. You got to go. The we good time now. is we now. Good. We, Are we, you? we good. Yeah, okay. we good. Well, we good now. Be. Watch. Watch this. Watch what he does. I, I, listen, trust me, I'm going to be watching closely. Oh, he about to lock in. He about to lock in. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Good luck. About to lock in. You're coming up on the back third of the season, guys. This is <laughs> yep. the time teams do indeed make a run. All-star festivities unfolding in Salt Lake when we're done with the Super Bowl here in Phoenix. There's an elite group of men that have both a Heisman Trophy and a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Perfect Ten, February 11th on Fox. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. 
with a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Andy Reid making his fourth Super Bowl appearance as a head coach, seeking his second win. Reid is fifth all time for the most coaching victories with Bill Belichick as the only active coach ahead of him. All right, Shannon, Andy Reid, would you put him on your Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches? No, 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 Skip. And I think I think Big Reid is a great coach, but he can't make Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore, number one, Coach Belichick. Number two, Coach Lombardi. Number three, Bill Walsh. Number four, Don Shula. Don Shula coached 33 seasons, posted 31 winning seasons. We know what Coach Belichick did. Uh, nine conference titles, six Super Bowl wins. Uh, Coach Walsh, the innovator of the West Coast offense, three Super Bowl wins, and Don and, like, and uh, Coach Lombardi. The man was so great, they named the trophy after him. They did. Shortly after his death. Yep. You don't get any better than that. You don't. Those would be my four, uh, followed closely by Chuck Noll um, in the fifth spot. Okay. Be, fifth that, spot. Would, that would be my Mount Rushmore. Okay. So this was another question I got on yesterday's podcast. Okay. And it may be slightly sarcastic, but, but there's reality to it, too, because okay. Andy Reid's starting to live at the Super Bowl. Yes. And unlike most coaches, he kind of looms over this Super Bowl because he's, he, he is a larger-than-life figure in more ways than one. He's yes. a huge man. He's right. like the NFL Santa Claus. He's he's big red. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And we give him huge credit yes. for being the innovator and creator and trigger puller of this offense. Yes. Right? And mm-hmm. I told you, I, I'm going 50-50 with the credit him that he would share with him and Mahomes. And I usually don't go nearly that high. But I'm going to say it again. He was 14 years the Eagles head coach. And as a Cowboy lifelong diehard, I, I didn't fear him because they never played high-level defense. They, they had some good defensive players right. on, on those teams, as you well know, some you, you share the Hall of Fame with. Yeah. But, but I, I never dreaded having to play them the way I dreaded playing Dick Vermeil's Philadelphia Eagles or Buddy Ryan's Philadelphia Eagles because yeah. they came to play. That They came to knock you on your tail. And they did. And Andy's teams were all finesse. It was usually all offense and a semblance of defense. Right. So I, I'm, I'm sort of a prisoner of the 14 years he was in Philadelphia, and I probably don't give him enough credit for 10 years now. He's 10 years in Kansas City. Yeah. And as, as you point out, they're much more on the edge of a dynasty than the Eagles appear to be so far. So it's hard for me to, to vault him onto the Mount Rushmore. Right. Because he, he, he could get there. He, he, and he, he's not that old. Do you think he's been around for a long time? He's 62. So, so it's not like he's ancient. Right. He, he's got a lot more football left. So my issue with you remains Bill Belichick. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you the truth. He has fallen off my Mount Rushmore completely. Off? Yep. He's completely off. Bill Belichick, I'm going to frame this for you. 
He was five years the head coach of the Cleveland Browns long before anybody knew who Bill Belichick really right. was, even though he'd been the coordinator for, for the Giants, Giants. great teams. Yep. But as the coach in Cleveland, they missed the playoffs four out of five years. Yes. He went 36 and 44 as the head coach there, 36 and 44. So I don't think he was actually Mount Rushmore bound as the Cleveland Browns no. head coach. And then he goes to New England, and people forget the first year Tom Brady was there, but he wasn't playing. They went 5-11. and 11. And the second year before Brady sort of fell out of heaven into their lap, with Drew Bledsoe as the quarterback, they start off 0-2. So Bill Belichick, before Brady came in to, to play by, by fate, where Bledsoe got hurt and they were forced to go to Tom Brady. He was 41 and 57 as a head coach. 41 and 57. So he was 16 games under 500. I'm not impressed. It was Tom Brady. Even you've admitted of late, Brady had a whole lot to do with making Bill Belichick. A lot more Bill than Belichick, I previously thought. Okay? Because slowly but surely, maybe fast but surely, Belichick's getting exposed in New England as you speak. It's, it's just hard to love what they're doing. We say, oh, it's Belichick. He, he's, he's holding up his end of the bark. No, he's not. They're, they're missing the playoffs because they don't have Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. They, they no longer have Brady to control the locker room as a great leader, to be the buffer between the locker room and Belichick. I don't think you would have lasted 10 minutes with Bill Belichick because you're too proud and principled about who you are and how you were raised. And if he's going to talk to you the way he talked to m most players <laughs> and got away with it, Shannon Sharp's going to say, hell with that. Well, I think the thing is, Skip, is that a lot of the guys that came there, that's why you didn't see a whole lot of guys that once they got there have a whole lot of success. I mean, I'm looking, thinking about Chad Ochocinco because yep. you definitely have to check your, leave your ego at home. You can't yep. check it at the door because if he turns his back, you might go get it again. That so he correct. made you leave your ego at home. <laughs> yep. I, 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 I think the thing is, Skip, you, and you, you make some very compelling points about the, the previous record. But even with Brad, I'm not so sure that another – are we certain that another coach could have gotten out of Brady what he got out of Brady? Or could Brady have gotten out of himself what he got out of himself? Okay. Without uh, obviously, it? Bill was a great defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's what he did because he had no hand in offense. And then last year he tried to say, watch this, I'll be Brady. I'll control the offense. I still think he called a bunch of the plays right. last year, and it was a disaster. He's a defensive coordinator. That's what he did for Parcells with the Giants. What do you think about him as a motivator? I think it was all Brady. I just do. You see him. I mean, I don't think he inspires you when you watch him on TV, right? Okay. <laughs> Maybe just by, by his aura and, right. and he's awe-striking just because he's Bill Belichick. But, okay, now back to my Mount, Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore. Okay. Listen, I was very close with Bill Walsh. He was the greatest ever to me, but, but I'm probably biased because I, I, he became a good friend right. of mine, and he was the greatest coach, motivator, personnel director. He did it all. And Vince Lombardi is up there. Okay. I, I covered Tom Landry for many years, and I had some issues with him, but he still, he, he was all-time great. So he's up there, and then it gets down to my four spot, and Belichick's in there and Shula's in there. But you mentioned a guy that a lot – People in the audience probably don't even know Chuck Knoll. You know who our guy Terry Bradshaw is? Well, Terry Bradshaw, if you've forgotten, merely quarterbacked four teams that went 4-0 in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So Chuck Knoll coached four teams that went 4-0. Chuck Knoll 
in the playoffs was 16 and 8. He was one place his whole career from 1969 to 1991. He was the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is before we ever knew about Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin's on on course to be Chuck Knoll, mm-hmm. but he's still got a little ways to go. Right. So I, I'm putting Chuck Knoll in my four spot. Okay. But, but Andy Reid is on the precipice of, of making his case because right. if they do, if you're right about who's going to win Sunday, right. all of a sudden you're going to have to start reevaluating just how great Andy Reid is because right. he's been doing this at a high level for a long time. So let me ask you a question. If, if Andy Reid Sunday, if he, Andy, if Andy wins Sunday, who you take, whose face you taking off your coach in Mount Rushmore? Could he threaten Coach Landry? He might. Right. So you got coach, you got coach, you got coach, you got coach Landry over Coach Shula? I do because Coach Shula fell off at the end and, and yet, listen, the Dallas Cowboys, my Dallas Cowboys, they were loaded under Coach Landry. But you know what happened when they ran into the Pittsburgh Steelers yeah, in Super Bowl thirteen and Super Bowl, uh, I mean ten and 10 thirteen. 13. Ten and thirteen. Yeah. You know what happened? Yeah. Pittsburgh said no, right? Because Coach, they were just too good. Coach Shula got two teams there. He got the, yeah. he got the uh, Colts and the, uh, the the Dolphins. He did. We need to wait on Andy Reid. I, okay. I need to wait and see because he's got a lot more football he's going to coach. Yeah. And if they go win a couple of three more Super Bowls, we're going to have to have a different conversation. Yeah, but I think the two guys, I, Skip, I think three guys, I don't know how you take Coach Walsh off considering that 30 years later they're still running variations of his offense yep. the West Coast. Uh, Vince Lombardi. You just can't. <laughs> well, it's like synonymous with why we're here. Right, you know, exactly. Like Everybody yeah. knows what that trophy is. Right. And then – I, I just can't, I can't take Coach Belichick off, Skip. I yep. can't. Yep. Nine conference titles and six Super Bowls, Skip. Six. Mm. Six. He should drop to his knees every morning when he wakes up and say, thank you, God, for Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was just thinking, Skip. I don't know if you know this. Do you know they won six Super Bowls since the Cowboys last went to a championship game? Uh. <laughs> Stopped with the divisional round now. That, that, we, that, okay. we, we win the divisional that, round. That's right? our Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is hard for me to believe Andy Reid has been there for 10 years. My NFL Ooh, Fox knows. crew had his debut. It's Ooh, crazy. Really? Wow. Way to go. Yeah. All right. We have a very special guest joining us coming up next. Raiders tight end Darren Waller. <laughs> and a pro bowler, Raiders star Darren Waller now. He's partnering up with Arrowhead Water, no affiliation to Arrowhead Stadium. It is part of his regular hydration routine in order to help him reach his maximum potential. Thanks for being here. This guy right here is so fired up to have another tight end on the set. I'm going to turn it over to you, Shannon. Darren, thanks for coming on joining us early this morning. I want to talk about your season because you came in with such high expectations. You get a new head coach in Josh McDaniels. You bring in Devontae Adams, yourself, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro. You sign free agent Chandler Jones. Why didn't this season materialize like you guys had envisioned? Uh, it didn't materialize because it all comes down to the clutch moments of the game, right? Okay. You look at it, I look at a team like the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. They had so many one-score games. It ended up going 13-4 and four or 14-3, and three, whatever their record was. And there's no difference really in the number of games that we had that got down to those moments. We just didn't execute. Mm-hmm. And you can look at a lot of different things. You know, we have a lot of weapons, and it may take time to 
really get a true balance to get these elite guys involved as much as possible. But it was just those clutch moments of the game. We couldn't put it. We couldn't make it happen. It looks like you're going to be having another quarterback to throw you the ball next season. What happened? It seemed like you guys get so close, and Derek Carr plays well for stretches, three or four game stretches. He plays unbelievable. But why couldn't he able? Why wasn't he able to sustain that over the course of a season? Um, man, football's hard, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm never, I'm never going to get up here and tell somebody how to play quarterback in the National Football League because I realize how tough of a deal it is. There's only a certain guy, certain number of guys that have been able to do it at an elite level for, for so long. So, uh, but I appreciate Derek, everything that he's done to elevate my career, guys on the team as well. He gave it everything he had. And I feel like this situation with him going to a new team is really going to motivate him to, to be a lot better and take it to another level. Yeah. You talk about all those clutch moments, and that's so true. It, they're all these fine line moments, and it's going to go north or south. And you had your chances in game after game. I picked you guys to make the play. In fact, I, I picked them to win the West this right. year. Yes. Because it's, it's loaded. It's, it's ready. It's, it's poised for takeoff. But you, you still, how much responsibility falls on the quarterback's shoulders? Because it's the hardest position to play, but it's the position in football. So I'm sure you look back at Derek. He just didn't play big enough in the big moments to, to get you over that hump that you're talking about, right? Yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's a uh, – you look down the stretch as far as just our, our offense overall, turning turn the ball over a little too much. Um, it's just things that you have to do better, especially with the talent that we have uh, at really at every position. I mean, you look at it on paper, it, it's no doubt it's playoffs, it's division it winning, no it's, it's championship yeah. potential. So it's got we got to find a way to transfer it from paper onto the field, and that's not an easy thing to do. I'm looking at you guys, and you played. You had the big lead against Kansas City. You guys seem to play Kansas City tough, but for whatever reason, you can't finish the game. What makes this team, what makes Patrick Mahomes, in your estimation, such a special quarterback? Uh, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, man. It's, they, can, they can come back. They can, they can blow you out. They can win by throwing to the running backs. They can win by throwing it to Valdez, Scantling, and uh, receivers that don't get a lot of shine. Right. Um, and they'll still find a way to get 87 in the football, like right. when everybody in the world knows he's getting it, you know? <laughs> so it's, uh, it's very impressive. The, the poise that he has, I feel like his heart rate doesn't elevate above like 50 when he's on the field. He's right. just so calm. He's out there. He's having fun. Just like he's playing in the backyard like football right. was when we were kids. So right. I love that about him. You mentioned 87, uh, Travis Kelsey. What makes Kelsey special? You play the position, you play the position at a very high level. What makes him so unique? The thing about him, I would say, is uh, nobody's ever dictating the pace at which he plays. He plays so under control. He has so much creativity in the way that he plays. And he's, he's calm and he has the utmost confidence in the world. So I would say it's not really about speed or running a 4-3, but it's really about technique and routes, creativity and routes, being able to create separation at the exact time you need to create it. And it's not a lot of guys that can do it like him. So you come out and, and you're – you're six six two what fifty five. Yeah. You ran four four three. It was four four six. Four four six. Okay. Four four six. So you, you've got you've got the whole package, man. Right? How far are you from Travis Kelsey, and and why? What's the gap? What 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 can you do to become Travis Kelsey? Um. <laughs> well, well, say it. Say it. <laughs> Um, I, I feel like I'm right there. Um, there's a lot of things where, as far as creativity and uh, consistency in, in route running, I feel like I can still get better at. But I feel like, you know, with my gifts, I'm, I'm one of the best 
you know, offensive players in the league. That's just, just how I feel. That's how I take the field, the confidence that I have when I'm out there. So uh, I don't I feel mean, like there's a big gap. Is it fair to say you're more talented than Travis Kelsey? Uh, there are certain things that I do. I mean, I may have more speed and yep. explosiveness than, than him, but, I mean, there's – when you get to comparing things like that, there are certain things that he has as far as consistency, creativity, and route running that I'd give him the edge on. So I feel like there's a lot of things that we do elite. Yeah. You know, what? I'm looking at you, you, you got some new ink. Yeah. And I'm looking at that, and, and you just got a Saturday. What made you decide to get a, a head tattoo? Uh, I've been wanting to get a head tattoo for a while. Uh, something that I'm going to grow my fade back, have it all blend up. But I've been wanting something to, to blend up into the fade for a while, and I finally figured out what I wanted. So when your mom, you go home, have your mom seen it? Uh, yeah, yeah. They, saw, they, they are uh, they're a little concerned. Sorry, mom, dad. Uh, <laughs> But, um, but I'm seeing over here, I, I think I see an angel. Right? Yeah, it's an angel with a horn. Okay. Sorry. And angel with signifies. a horn? <laughs> um, for me, uh, I got angels on different parts of my body. You know, angels are uh, protection. You know, I've, I've been through yeah. a lot of my life. Love it. Right. Uh, just, and just developing spiritually. And music means a lot to me as well. So Beautiful. Yes, sir. Well done. Love what you've overcome, man. Congratulations. Best of luck next Thank you. I'm going Eagles. I think it's going to be a little less uh, low scoring than people think. Uh, I'm going to go 27-24 Eagles. I feel like Hassan Reddick gets a sack late. All y'all are three points. You just have them in a range of different ways. Darren Waller, thank you so much.